Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we are going to talk about turning your loss into your passion, because I know we have done that with our Open to Hope, and I know there are many people who are interested in how they can do it and what others have done, and we've got a great guest on today. So, Heidi, do you want to introduce her? Sure. We're talking today with Joyelle Mulheron who is a brave parent, a Washington DC public policy expert with more than 15 years of service to the nation's governors and White House. And Joelle is the founder of Evermore. She is working to change policy, advance research and make the world a more livable place for brave families. Welcome to the show, Joelle. Thank you so much for having me here today. Uh, it's so great to see you and have you on. And uh, what you're working on is kind of amazing and making sure that people don't lose their jobs and have more job security. And we'll talk about it later that what you're working on, but let's give people a little background on how you got into doing this work. I actually had a very sick infant several years ago and then just encountered a whole host of breakdowns within my social and um, employment ecosystem around our family. And um, after she passed away, I ended up going back to work here in Washington, DC and doing some additional policy work, but all the while feeling something needed to exist for bereaved families and possibly in the public policy context. What was your experience? Actually, while our daughter was dying, our employer asked for my resignation. Um, they needed the time, they needed someone to fill the position. And so, um, you know, to boot, I had um, the insurance company often calling me every couple of days asking, would our daughter die in 10 days or less than 10 days because they had different paperwork to fill out, um, had a lot of other social challenges and community challenges uh, around the family. Mm -hmm. That's pretty disturbing to be asked, when is your daughter dying? We have different paperwork. Is it five days? Is it 10 days? Is it tomorrow? I mean, as a parent, I imagine those kind of questions are difficult to answer and maybe not even be prepared to answer them. Yeah, it was a very challenging time. It was a very challenging time for me and our family, not just to have a sick child, but then to be answering those questions. To boot, one of the other the things that I managed at the time was her medical care and her feeding, which was incredibly complicated. We were very financially strained after the employer asked me to leave my job. In the time, it was just such an unjust system, but you're so focused on ensuring that your child has the highest quality of life at any given moment in that, in that struggle. So I wasn't as focused on the ecosystem, but certainly felt very alone and isolated. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it's just incredible to think about your employer asking you to resign when what you really need is some time off and some support. Talk about starting Evermore. So Evermore is a nonprofit dedicated to making the world a more livable place 
by raising awareness of the consequences of bereavement on our society, advancing the sound research base that is developing and emerging every day, as well as advocating for policy protections, both for the newly bereaved families, but also the frontline responders who serve their, our families in the aftermath. There's just a gap right now. Everyone in our nation is deeply invested in the prevention of death as that's an incredibly important priority, but mm -hmm. there is an aftermath for so many of us and there's such a gap. So what about the legislation that you're working with right now? So right now we have legislation that's um, been um, supported by President Biden's office and it's in the house right now and it's been advancing in the house. Um, and so it's, it's, it's moving along rather well. Um, it would be the first uh, federal protection for newly bereaved families, meaning that you could not be fired from your job. And in fact, you would be given a few days of wage replacement, meaning that you would also receive some compensation. Mm -hmm. um, the bill has advanced almost um, to the point where it will be voted on in the House, probably in the next couple of weeks. And the Senate is actively writing legislation right now to mirror what parts of the House bill they want to adopt um, on the Senate side. Wow. Well, wonderful that you've taken your loss into this kind of legislation. And I know it'll inspire a lot of people on there. And I know, you know, it's interesting, but what can people who are listening do now to help you out with this? Yes. And, and I should just say that, you know, I, I have not done this alone. There have been so many people who've got help get us to this point. Um, Barry Kluger and Kelly Farley have been working for over a decade and trying to get movement and, and awareness on this issue. We're just close to that precipice. People should call their legislative representatives, and they can do that by calling the congressional switchboard, which is 202-224-3121. And just ask for your representative, just you can call the switchboard and they'll patch you into any office. And it's just really important for callers to convey that bereavement protection for employees, uh, from, for newly bereaved families is a priority for them as a voter and should be a priority for the representative themselves. One um, factoid that's often used on Capitol Hill is that for every one call, it equals 100 voters. A phone call is really one of the most powerful ways. Then I would strongly encourage going to your representative's website and submitting a comment um, via their comment collection forms. And you can usually find that by just going to the contact part on the navigation bar and, um, and you can submit a comment that way as well. And now isn't there a piece in there for the Center for Disease Control to do some research? So that's in a, that's in a different um, package, but um, you're absolutely right. So we've been working really hard this year to try to get um, the CDC several million dollars um, in their budgets so that they can begin measuring bereavement experience among working age adults for the first time. And so um, also by sharing the message and sharing your stories when you contact these representatives about why federal funding and 
policy protections like employment protections are so important for newly bereaved families. Now is the time. The legislators are actively thinking within the next couple of weeks and possibly by the end of October, they will have made their decisions on whether or not bereavement protections and bereavement funding is, is worthy. Thank you so much. And thank you for the action that you've taken and the action you've taken for your daughter. And thank you for sharing our work. Really appreciate this podcast and all that you've done for the bereaved community. Joelle, thank you so much. This is making such a difference in so many lives and it is long overdue. Thank you. Thanks everybody. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.